0: My name is Steve Layton, and I travel the world finding amazing and delicious coffee for you to drink at home. Some make coffee difficult to understand and complicated, but here, it's my job to make it easy and fun, and tell you what's in my mug. Hello everyone and welcome to In My Mug, episode 427 I think it is. It'll do won't it, close enough. Um, welcome, thank you for joining me as always, um, have not got any news yet? News, uh, I'm off to Central America tomorrow, I'm already there when you're watching this because I recorded this last week, um, I am off to El Salvador, I am off to Guatemala, Then I'm off to Nicaragua, which is where this week's coffee is from. And then I'm off to Costa Rica to finish up. Um, Expect lots of photos, lots of tweets, all of that stuff. Follow me on the usual channels. Best place is Twitter, at Hasbeen or Instagram, at Hasbeen, And keep abreast of everything that I'm up to on my trip. (coughs) Big news yesterday. I'm obviously recording this in the past, so a couple of days ago. um, We have a new decaf. I know you guys are like a bit like that with decaf because you're normally my coffee geeky friends, but the, this decaf is a bit special. One of my favourite all time coffees, Brazil Fazenda Cachoeira, is uh, we've sent some off to be decafed for for the first time ever. It's the current crop, It like it's fresh off a tree just a couple of months ago, um, and now it's decafed. It's really good if you are caffeine intolerant or somebody in your life has not got a good reaction to caffeine, this is for your caffeine intolerant buddies um, and you should definitely give it a whirl. Go take a look on the website, very unlikely it's been in my mug. Can't ever imagine uh, I'd be brave enough to send you all decaf, um, but uh, it's there if you want. Uh, Anyway, we should get on to this week's week's coffee. This week's coffee is from Nicaragua. from a farm near to the town of Ginatega in uh, Nicaragua, and it is uh, a pulp natural. We know what pulp natural means by now, don't we? If not, go look at our brew videos. Guys put a link on the screen somewhere around uh, for that, uh, for all the brew guides. Um, Pulp natural, um, and it's a longberry varietal. Now, the longberry varietal is quite unusual. Uh, Longberry is something that you tend to find in Ethiopia. Um, The story of this seed coming to be in Nicaragua is quite an interesting one. I'm sorry if you've heard it before. I have dragged it up a few times. But uh, Dr. Moresh, who owns, well, whose family together, like so sons and daughters and all that, but Dr. Moresh... Head of the family, um, he's very well known in Nicaragua. He's uh, a very liked guy. Uh, I've seen it firsthand just how liked he is um, when he's travelling around. Um, he's a very popular chappy, um, and he was driving along one day, and this guy waved him down, and he said, "I was working at the coffee research centre, and they've uh, closed it, and they haven't paid me, so I've just got some stuff to sell. Can you help?" and Dr. Moresh, always helps if he can. So he's got some hand tools and he buys a couple of hand tools from him. And he's got this bag of seeds that's just marked up Java. So he uh, takes them back, plants them, gets the seeds from them, plants some more, uh, plants a big heap of this coffee and turns out that it's this fairly unique and unusual Ethiopian varietal. Um, Tends to give you a very unique cup. And I'm getting a very unique cup in this. I hate these descriptors. I hate myself for saying them, because um, I sound so pretentious, but it really has a white tea-like quality to it, um, and it has this beautiful peach running through it as well. It's really refreshing. As a filter, it's fantastic. The other thing you notice big time is the feel. It's almost like a caramelly, butcher scotchy kind of gloopiness, but the main thing with this one is this white tea, and I'm a massive fan of white tea. Um, i I really do get this refreshing beautiful tea like quality coming through it um it's really really good anyway uh we should go and do uh this week's map bit so we can learn a little bit more about where this farm is so here we are with the map bit the map bit being recorded in uh, newark airport not in stafford as the map may tell you there uh, as i'm on my way to central america just as we are in the map bit so uh, let's zoom down to the place we're interested in which is nicaragua so here we go and uh, nicaragua there are no street names in nicaragua instead a person's address is given by whatever major landmarks they live by that's cool i didn't know that that's a fun little fact um, but we're going down to uh, genotega here and uh, you see the genotega just in the background there um, here we have some pictures of the farm, beautiful where there's lots of flowers planted. Um, great picture there of the trucks being loaded with all of the coffee uh, and a fantastic view of the lake there as you look down um, and even better one of the lake there. It's an absolutely beautiful location, it really is super pretty. Um, San Jose is uh, a yeah, very, very pretty farm. So let's just whiz around here to the mountain. Um, we can see the highest point uh, of Nicaragua is 2.4, 2, 2,400 meters above sea level, the lowest point being the Pacific Ocean. Um, but yep, yeah, there we go. That was this week's map bit. So that map f- bit, you can, you can see where you overlook the lake. It's beautiful. Um, it's really pretty. Um, very, very cool place. Um, yeah, very smart. Um they acquired this farm in 2003, it was abandoned, they took it on, they cleared it up, they kind of replanted a whole heap of uh, plant stock. This is very, very new plant stock. That's very typical of the Moresh farms. And they're constantly turning over the, the coffee. Nothing gets old, uh, no trees become under, underproductive. They're constantly like making sure that it's all looked after. Things they do on the farm is just amazing. You know, they're, they're one of the few, the way you get workers in Nicaragua is quite complicated. So, there are picking time, there's lots more work than there are workers. So you're really fighting for the best workers. And one way of doing that is paying. Paying more will get you uh, lots of people. But it's not the only thing. Like, it's one of the many things. It's like we all have this when we go to work. We think about, what would we like? What, what do we want from this job? And sometimes you'll take a job that pays you a little less, that you will get something extra from that is, is good for you. Now, coffee picking, I don't think you ever get any fulfillment from it. You pick one tree, you pick another tree. And the moreshis are quite strict on what they want picking, so actually it's harder job to pick there than it is on a, a farm that doesn't care so much. But the way they got round this was, one, financially, you know, people want to work for more money, but the second was to have um, good food. So at lunchtime, they come with these little tins of food, like feeding the thousands. Uh, All of the pickers get fed at lunchtime, they don't have to bring anything themselves. And the size of the tortilla is a massive, massive thing. Like big tortilla means that, you know, you're going to feel full up and happy. And they have some massive tortillas going on. Um, It is a super duper place. Uh, They have other things like they have healthcare, they have a a creche stroke nursery. Um, And if you follow my Instagrams, hopefully I'm going to get some pictures of that in the next week or so. Um, but, like, an unusual place uh, run by very, very fine people um, who uh, I am very proud to call good friends. They do a, a really, really good job. Erwin, um, he's been on here a few times. If you haven't seen it, go back and watch some of the other episodes with Erwin in. But Erwin is a, a absolute legend. His sister, Eliane, is the most loveliest person you could ever meet, but manages that mill with an iron fist. She's, like, she really is a... a a strong arm in there and doing a job that they expect men to do, like it's still a very, it can be a very uh, sexist society, um, but she is respected for because she just rolls her sleeves up and gets on with it and and just does a really good job. Um, she's one of my coffee, coffee heroes for what she does at that mill, I don't know anybody that does the things that she does there. Um, and then there's Dr. Moresh, who is uh, still overseen, still very much involved in the farm. We should go and do the fact file and learn a little bit more about Nicaragua. So welcome to this week's fact file which is coming from uh, Newark Airport in New York because I'm travelling to Central America which is funnily enough where we're looking at this week and that is Nicaragua Um, so uh, let's get down to the details there are 108,000 hectares devoted to coffee in Nicaragua which uh, it's a big proportion of it it's the 12th biggest producer for a small country it's a very very big part of their income Uh, total coffee production is around about 2.175 million bags which is around about 130,000 metric tons. Common varietals you find a lot of tipica, bourbon, Katura, Pacas, um, and then all sorts of things that have been transplanted there. Total employed is around about 330,000 in the country so that's a lot of uh, people and we're working with five farms there um, all from the Moresh family, um, and as this one is, which is San Jose. Uh, so should we look at those details for San Jose? Um, it's a growing area of 66 manzanas. Um, it uh, harvests between December and March, an altitude of 1,200 to 1,400 metres above sea level. Uh, the community is Lipulo in the town of Ginatega, and that was the fact file. And no announcement on the Tanoi. Hope that was an interesting fact file. I'm diving straight into the espresso. The prettiest drinks today. Chris has done such a good job with this. Um, So the espresso is something different. The tea is there. It's a little bit more subdued. The peach is kind of there, but it's a little bit more subdued. This is more about mouthfeel. This is really thick and, like, super viscous, and the description I've used of this coffee a few times is Cocoa Butter. It's that real kind of, like, thick and chocolatey and, uh, like, tangy, but, like, really good. It's a fantastic espresso. In fact, I'm even going to finish the espresso. Still got another one of these to record as well. I almost don't want to drink this, the art is too pretty, Um, but... I still haven't mastered drinking cappuccino with a beard. I think I need to get rid of the beard. But um, this is just like forget tea, forget peach. This just becomes like buttery and sweet and chocolatey and just really, really drinkable. This is a fantastic cappuccino. I like this very, very much. We should go and see what Daft Fat Roland has for us this week. Nicaragua is the second poorest country in the Northern Hemisphere after Haiti. He's right; it really is. Um, Nicaragua is uh, a lot of the people kind of migrate around Central America during uh, harvest times, um, picking because you know just to bring some money back into the country. Um, you know, as as. Short ago was the 90s. There was a civil war there. There was fighting. Um, now it's one of the safest countries uh, in Central America. Um, yeah. Uh, much more peaceful than it used to be. Mm. Okay, we should wrap up. Um, things to do about next week. Got a really interesting Rwandan for you. A uh, long time since we have had a Rwandan on here. Uh, a new one for us too. So that's exciting. So do join us for that. And do remember... Life is definitely too short for bad coffee.